Hi, my name is Tony Bennett, and it's my privilege to direct and narrate this episode of the Tough Love and Second Chances podcast. Frankly, what started out as a goal to relate the stories of a few golfers has become much more. It is said that everybody has a story, and that is true. For several years, I've written about golf professionals revealing how they became good players, great coaches, and top club professionals. As enjoyable as this was, the words of my guests on Tough Love and Second Chances, and also found in the Edgar Profiles, have helped me on a journey of discovery, and all the while providing a much-needed look into the depth of the human spirit. The openness of my guests is what makes their stories powerful, frequently revealing examples of how hope, courage, and the opportunity to express oneself through the game of golf makes for a combination that can improve and even save lives. A word of thanks to our writer, all-round good guy Ben Evans, to our producer, the talented Ricardo Paparella, and to my guest, Christian Natway. Think of a carpenter and the tap-tap-tap of a hammer on chisel comes to mind. Christian Nackway is a carpenter by trade, an entrepreneur by nature, and an inventor by necessity. It is said that every great idea came as an answer to a problem, and certainly that was the case for Christian, who had the vision to help people in a wheelchair play golf. And he was the fledgling company's first consumer. This is the story of Christian Nackway. People who make things out of wood are artisans first, but many are engineers, artists, and some are even game changers for the modern world. One day, a German carpenter had the creative foresight to envisage a wheelchair-based powered machine, which would become the Paragolfer, and he built his early models out of wood. His ingenuity would transform the lives of a great many people who were previously not able to stand, walk, or swing a club easily, instead enabling them to thrive out on the golf course. Offering them the learning of a new skill, competition, exercise, the enjoyment of nature, and the chance to make new friends. The carpenter was Christian Nachtway, who at 34 years old, owned a successful carpentry and house building company in Bodensee, Germany. When he had his big golfing idea back in 1997, he was running a business with 30 employees, including his three sisters and father. His epiphany arrived while looking at a manual wheelchair which worked in a standing position. Could such a thing be adapted and powered to help a golfer make a good swing and move around the golf course, he wondered? One other factor to be present in this story of invention for Christian was looking intently at the manual wheelchair because he needed the assistance it might offer him, having been paralyzed from the waist down in a recent motorcycle accident. His subsequent rehabilitation and his determination to stay positive, plus the creativity he drew out through his carpentry career, would come together, perhaps like a dovetail joint, resulting in a second career and a life-changing machine which would help not only Christian, but hundreds of others in the same boat. Back in 1997, Christian had been enjoying the game of golf for three years, 
He had been one of the first raft of members to sign up at his new golf club, Rittergu Rothenberger House in 1994, a club he loves and where he's still a member. One day, everything changed. I want to, um, have, you know, a measurement. I don't know what means Vollstock. Uh, so I put my measurement in my, in my trousers and say, okay, I have a motorbike, uh, but uh, my motorbike was uh, uh, a bike for, for races, a race bike. So I have an employee who have the same bike, uh, but for the normal street. So I, I asked him, uh, can you give, give me shortly your bike? I, I, I must drive only four kilometers. Uh, to a customer to make some measurements for doors inside. And I have only a shirt and a short trousers and nothing else. His um, helmet was too, too small for my big head. So, and my helmet was in, anywhere in the stock. So I say, come on, this four kilometers, I can do it without. And then, um, I drive to the customer on the way back. I over, uh, what do you say? I drive faster than the other, overtake the other car, and I don't see that from the from the other side uh, came a car, and I have I have a speed of I don't know 80, 90 kilometers, and he also, and then yeah, we we bump together. While he was in a coma. Christian was declared dead twice. They take me back and the, the priests were there and give me the last oil and all the things around. So it was difficult because my aorta uh, was rupted. So they, they have the decision. First the aorta or first the back. So they make the right decision. But uh, then I realized, okay, uh, that uh, it's, it's not, I don't walk anymore. Initial anger gave way to immense gratitude to his family, particularly for the selfless efforts of his wife, Bettina, and a clear attitude within Christian that he had to do his best for them in return. Uh, thank God I have my wife and she do everything alone. Uh, I was about six, seven months in the hospital and in rehabilitation. So in that time, she organized everything alone. She she drive every second day, 100 kilometers to the rehabilitation center. And uh, so a, a, a huge uh, thing that she, she done for me. I look forward and say, okay, in case it is like it is, what can I do? What is what are my options to to build my my home around uh, that I can do it with a wheelchair or everything? Uh, what can I do to to go forward? Because I have two children and I can't say, okay, that's it, and uh, uh, I I make a suicide or whatever. So that was never an option for me. So. I always try to say very early, okay, it is like it is and I must go forward. And, yeah. I was I was 34 and it's 
too young to die. For the next couple of years, step-by-step -step improvements would be huge. Christian could remember the pride he first felt, which was reflected on the faces of his children when he could first propel his manual wheelchair alone. One of his arms had been shattered and had to be reconstructed with bones from his chest. Learning to use his arm and find the necessary strength took time. They say that when life puts you in a wheelchair, it can take two years to get your head around the change. Christian was back in charge of the company after six to seven months. You are in the first year, you're like a big baby. Uh, you, you can't do anything and it's a, it's a, it's a big step from, a, from a, a boss of a company to reach a user who must ask uh, an old uh, lady in the supermarket if she can give you uh, a bottle of milk. Christian recalls that he was told he should forget about golf. Can't do it, you can go swimming with your wife or whatever, but um, golf is it's impossible. But uh, then I saw this, uh, you know, a stand-up wheelchair. It's a company Levo. It's a normal wheelchair, a manual wheelchair, where you can stand up at home. And I say, it must be, give a possibility that you can stand up and, uh, and play. So I bought an old uh, electric wheelchair and I take uh, the, the stand-up wheelchair, I put it on and, and try how it could be together. And um, so it works not so really good, but the idea to, to, to mix an electric wheelchair with a stand-up unit uh, was born. Christian began fashioning the early designs out of wood. Uh, I, w I work with wood. Uh, was my passion and then my my business. And first, I built everything in in wood. So I, I try if the if if it works and how it works. And then I go to to uh, a metal welder and 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 say, okay, can you make it in? In, in metal for me and that was the start at the start I want to make it only for me uh, to go on the golf course and then I see okay it it could work um, I think in the first uh, two years I always have problems with the motors and so to find the real motor with the real steering and all the things that it works together it was difficult and it takes two or three years. And then uh, it was the first time that a, a machine rolled over the golf course. He would manage to run his house building business for another five years. But without being able to lead from the front with the carpentry, it was never quite the same. Christian took the decision to sell the company. Unfortunately, two of his trusted employees who took on other workers preserved their jobs. Now for Christian, making the paragolf was fast becoming the new dream. He realized that his idea could also serve many other people in wheelchairs who wanted to try and play golf or even learn golf. He started to build his first machines and then met the South African golf professional, Anthony Neto. They shared their experience of playing from a chair and considered how they could improve every function for a player to help them reach their golfing potential. 
The encouragement from Neto was starting to make the project feel, as Christian says, grown up. Christian was talking with us from where his family spends each winter in Dania on Spain's east coast between Alicante and Valencia. His home is close to Oliva Nova Golf Resort, where there are two of his company's paramotion machines. Customers often come along to the resort to try them and meet Christian for advice. The creativity and effort Christian's put into developing his second career has paid off. He has been successful. Firstly, he designed and built the first 25 para-golf machines by himself. From there, it was manufactured in partnership with the large German-based orthopedics company, Ottobock. While that arrangement ended after just a few years, Christian continued to receive royalties for every unit sold. Building on his knowledge in forming a new company, Power Base Tech, in recent years, he's manufactured paramotion models. Christian estimates that more than 1,500 people worldwide have benefited from using one of his design-powered machines, either through direct purchase or rental at those progressive golf facilities which offer them to players. On the Power Base Tech website, there's an area reserved for our heroes, heralding a range of players who have excelled in competitive golf, including Edgar tournaments. Players like Shlomo Ivgi of Israel, Evandro Bonacci, from Brazil, Jens Masfel and Kirsten Brum from Germany, Sebastian Laurenti from Spain, Urs Bircher from Switzerland and Phil Meadows of England, all make highly positive comments about the quality of the machines and the staff of the family company that has helped them over recent years. Setting up Powerbase Tech was again a family affair. Today, Christian sees himself as an ambassador while his sons, Nicholas, and Jonas are the chiefs. In the early years when Christian was attending tournaments and trade fairs, he would take the boys, and people in their business got to know them, helping to forge trust today between the firm and its customers. The family helped organize a long-running tournament in Mallorca, an international wheelchair golf open championship, which helps Nicholas and Jonas add to their knowledge about issues around disability at an early age. Christian has dedicated his second career to helping others to reach their potential through sport. How was he able to help himself after his accident? This happened 23 years ago from the time of writing, a time when you hardly ever saw a person with disability on television, in the newspapers or magazines. It was almost like there was a sense of shame amongst the public when considering people who were disabled. In 1997, Christian lived in a village with only 800 people where many suddenly viewed the company boss differently. That was, it was not so easy to, to make them clear that I'm, I can't walk, but I'm normal in the brain. They always think, oh, I don't know, is he, uh, he uh, a big accident, so it could be that he is also a little bit stupid. So, that was, at the first time, it was uh, not so easy to, to talk to people and say, no, no, it's, it's only, I, can, I can't walk, that's it, nothing else. Um, but that was, so the first experience uh, when, I, when I came back from the, from the rehabilitation. It, it was very difficult because I, I was the only one in the town 
I was the only one, I don't know, in the area of 20 kilometers in a wheelchair. And uh, exotic uh, guy. Uh, I, I remember the first few months, you always think everyone looks on you and say, oh, I'm so sorry, is this, uh, now he's in a wheelchair. But gradually people began to accept and see Christian the person again, not just the guy in the chair. In terms of the golf community, Christian hasn't encountered much in the way of discrimination, while his home club was also very encouraging when he was trialling and improving the early paragolfers, when he was king of the road, as he jokes. I never uh, meet anyone on the golf course till now uh, who say, oh, what the hell would, would you... Uh, I don't need a wheelchair user or a dis disabled uh, guy on the wheelchair. Uh, especially my golf club, never, but also on every golf courses around the world where we have played, never. This settled environment clearly inspired Christian to make the most of his talent on the fairways and greens, winning the German Championship seven times and a European title, while also beating Tiger Woods. For the last 17 years, Christian has been the player's captain of the Handicap Golf Club of Germany. He is at home with the family feel of his club and recounts a time when he was playing the 18th hole recently. Well, I had a chip to, to the flag of 20 meters or whatever, and I put him one meters to the flag. And I hear they were on the terrace, I don't know, 20, 30 people. They, oh, have you thought? That's a, that's a, he made the German masters, and have you saw it? Oh, crazy. So it, it's nice to hear when, when people talk about it. and but full of respect, not, not they say, uh, oh, oh, look, we chill. No, no, no. Oh, have you saw it? Oh, yeah. So it's, it's nice to see, and I always, I always open to them. So I, I go and say, have you saw my, my chip? It's great, eh? Come on, we drink a beer. You are a part of the game, and after one hole, no one is interesting if you play in the wheelchair, or if you, uh, if you walk. Anyway, you play your game, that's it. Christian did beat Tiger Woods. The pair were present at a charity event in Hamburg as part of the European Tour Championship in 2004, where selected players fired three shots from a staged tee to a floating island green. Woods, Justin Rose and Bernard Langer were representing the tour professionals. Tiger put one in the water and his best shot was around two metres from the flag. The winner was um, Bernard Langer. Bernard Langer had made the, his best shot 50 centimeters to the flag, and I was 1 meter 50 to the flag with my best shot. So, and then Tiger must congratulate me. I have my, in my left arm, I have the camera, and in the right arm, I shake his hand. So, it was, it was a great feeling, it was my, my biggest hit, victory. We asked what advice Christian would give to someone else who'd just been through a similar medical trauma and the resultant disability. It's, it's difficult to say, everyone, uh, so come on, you must uh, look forward and, and uh, you must find your way and uh, come. It's, it's also a good life in, in, in the wheelchair. Uh, but I can always tell the people 
in my uh, in my case uh, it's always always 50 percent uh, 50 percent better life interest more interesting life and 50 percent better life you need always normally you say five times more than a normal walking guy when you go in the car when you go in the bars everywhere five times more um, but in my case it's 50 percent uh, more interesting because because of my disability, I saw the, the world. I was in the most of the countries in the world. Normally, in my when I have no accident, uh, I have a small company in my town. I built some houses, some roofs, or whatever, and that's it. And in, in, in two times a year, uh, I make vacation anywhere. But now we travel around the world with the Edka the tournaments here, there, you find, you find friends around the world. That advice may be practical, but what follows is more philosophical. Open your mind, uh, try to enjoy your life, enjoy the moment, and, and uh, look what are the good things in your life. What, what, are, what can you expect in your situation? Nothing to do with golf, but what can you expect uh, on good things and don't look for the bad things, don't look uh, in the moment when you are in the bus or what, when you can't go in the bus or you must ask in the supermarket or whatever. What can you enjoy the moment when you when the sun go up and you are anywhere on a good place, it's warm and uh, enjoy this single Second, this moment to say, okay, now this is a, a one second of of happiness, of of luck. When you see the sun, when you sit there in that moment, nothing hurts, for example, and then put it in your brain. That was a good moment for you. That that is that is uh, the for me is the most important thing when you find this. Small moments, sometimes in a month, sometimes some in a in a week, in a in a year, whatever. But it gave these small moments when you say, "Oh, you feel that was a happy moment." Happy moments. Christian recalls making a bet with his friend about losing weight, and their reward would be a holiday to San Francisco via New York. Once in California, the two friends lived the dream. Heading into Cisco in a Mustang V8, driving over the Golden Gate Bridge in the early morning with the sun coming up, with Christian playing an old German song on his harmonica. That are the, the moments where you can remember for your life and try to, to find these moments. That, that's it's what I can say to this, those people here. Yeah. My sincere thanks to our writer Ben Evans and producer Ricardo Paparella. You can be found at ricardopaparella.com. For more information about Edgar, please visit www.edgargolf.com and please stay tuned for the next episode of the Tough Love and Second Chances podcast. Thank you.